This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey podcast fam, welcome to Hanging For More. It's your host Yasmina. And I'm Maggie. Hanging For More is here to bring you endless laughter and honest conversations. Just remember, if you're loving the podcast, to hit follow and leave us a review as this helps out so much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Hanging For More. Hello, hello, hello. We were on our way to studio this morning and... um. So Maggie's son, Maggie's obviously not with her, uh, with her baby daddy and he, <laughs> and he had her son last night and I was like, sweet, you're kidless today. You're going to organise the coffees for pickup. I'm going to pick you up. And obviously I've got the two kids. So I took them to school, went to pick her up. Not only was this bitch not ready, she Uber eats I'm the coffee. I'm more organised when I have a schedule. She Uber eats the coffee, which she shouldn't have. She should have went and drove there. But anyway, she Uber it's eats It's literally it. around the corner care. from your house. She you Uber- passed it to get to my house. It doesn't matter. You said you organised the just- coffees. Anyway, then she picked up the coffee off the door. She goes, sorry, they didn't have the option to add sugar. And I go, oh, sweet, but do you have sugar? She goes, um, the bitch doesn't have white sugar. She only has brown what sugar, which she's gonna have. say. She's gonna say everyone has that. I'm sorry, but everybody I feel like does. That's so inconsiderate. Everybody has. Comes we to all, your house. We've already asked the crew. They all have brown sugar too in their homes. <laughs> I feel You're the like only it's one. So disrespectful it's, when someone doesn't have white sugar. Well, you know what you need to do is carry those sugars, those oh, little well, sachets in your buy bag. You a five kilo bag. Uh, I'm gonna go to Cole straight after this and buy a one kilo fucking oh, well, bag of sugar just so. for you. Well, let's hope so. We'll <laughs> see. But yeah, honestly, it's been it's been a hectic morning, but we're here. We made it out alive. But today's episode is all about the roommate phase and relationships. I think so many people right now in this season are going through the roommate phase. Um, For those who don't know, the roommate phase is basically a phase in your life when you are in a long-term relationship. It could be a marriage. It could just be a long-term relationship with someone. And you just go through this phase where your sex life kind of takes a backseat. And look, it might not. For some people, it might just be that it's average sex. But for most... Your sex life takes a back seat. You are almost like passing ships through the night. You're both working or busy with the kids or whatever it may be. And you're just not connecting as you usually are. It's often described as falling out of love with your person, but you're, you're, you still love each other, but you're just falling out of love. And this episode is basically to navigate whether we've gone through it, what advice we can give for you to get through it. Um, Different experiences and different aspects to that. Um, Maggie, have you ever gone through the roommate phase in a long-term relationship? I remember asking you this when yeah. we were coming together, yeah. like getting the uh, episode together. Um, I Like, look, yes, maybe probably just a small amount of time through one of my relationships. Um, and I think for, like, for me, I don't know, like I probably didn't think of it as a roommate phase. It was more just that you're just busy with everyday life and I had so much going on in my mind that I kind of almost you kind of don't become each other's priority anymore. Yeah. You kind of just forget that you're actually kind of in a relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it probably sounds weird, but, um, yeah, I mean, I have been. Have yeah. You? I definitely have. I've been through a, a roommate phase a few times and oftentimes now that I look back, it's usually when a huge change happens. Yeah. Like having a child was a big one for each of our children. We had a roommate phase and I think that that genuinely was probably why we no longer want any more kids because we really felt like it took – kind of hit to our relationship and not a bad one where it was like hey we're over but it was more like it was such an ugly phase where I I really didn't enjoy it we came to be spiteful yeah because you kind of lose your best friend to each other Yeah. yeah yeah and like it's really hard to like pick yourself up out of that or even recognize that you're in it because yeah. almost like everything becomes mundane 
come home well, for dinner, get in bed, so let's watch a movie, all right, let's go to sleep, and then the next day comes and then you're following routine and it just no longer becomes exciting. I think um, my best advice for getting out of the roommate phase is definitely, like, A, communication, like, talk about everything that's going on in your lives. Like, have I, I think I've mentioned in previous episodes where I have certain questions that I ask Billy every week. It's like a check-in and it's like, hey, what are three things that – you, I've done this week that's made you feel loved. What are three things that I could improve on? And another question being, um, I forgot the last question. But do you question. think that that could be a bit difficult though when you're in that mindset and sort of like I think that depending frame on, like to be able to do that? Because I feel like if, like I'm just putting myself in that example. Like I feel like for me personally I would struggle to, to probably ask those questions because, you know, one, either I'd probably have a... <laughs> Or like I'd be scared of what they're going to say because it's like you already as a mum or as a partner or just Fragile. in general, you take so much on and we were discussing this, like you take so much on and then it's like I need to be okay like for me yeah. to ask those questions because like if you're not okay, I'm yeah. not okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like who the fuck's going <laughs> to yeah. like – Pick up I the think pieces. it depends what the – I think it genuinely, like you said, mentally you can be at a certain place and I think the roommate phase can be due to multiple reasons. One 100%. is just you and your partner having that friction but another one could be like life events, like yeah. changing jobs, having a baby or whatever and then like the busyness, just the schedule just life. not working, yeah. right? But like when it's that, it's like you got to work on yourself. 100%. Like this isn't even a me and you issue. This is just a me issue and I'm trying to work on it. And if you're both going through a you issue on your own, yeah. and when I say you issue, I mean your own stresses. Like it might be your work, it just might be housework or whatever it is that's going on in your head. Like you got to work through that. I remember when like my parents got a divorce and I was in the midst of like just so much heavy work and stuff like that. I didn't want to really talk about my parents' divorce with my partner because I just felt like I was too fragile to open up to anyone just yet. I don't even think I spoke to you really much no, about it. No, you didn't. Yeah. And it was just like I was dealing with things on my own in my head but I was actually like didn't realise that I was like taking it out on Billy. Yeah, Like just, just subconsciously just yeah. doing it and like that played an impact on our relationship. So oftentimes like sitting down, just opening up truly about what's going on. I remember in a fight I just broke down. I was like, you you know, I've just got so much going on. You know, my parents got a divorce and I'm really struggling with it. And he was like, why didn't you tell me? Like I didn't realise this yeah. was so heavy or I'm overwhelmed with the kids and I'm like, I'm just so overwhelmed. Like I've got a lot in my head. And he's like, well, why didn't you tell me? And I could help you. This is why those check-ins are so important because you can yeah, bring out so stuff true. before you're up. It's like, that's hey, what's so going true. on? And one of the questions was like, what's a goal that you want to work towards? And it could be a small goal, literally just to go to the gym three times a week. And it's like, how can I support you in that? Okay, well, I'm going to wake up extra early. I want to make sure I go to the gym and then you know, you need to be able to be home. Like you're yeah. going to have to cut back on this and this and this so I can do this to be able to help me. And it's within that communication. Yeah. But I think the worst part is, is the sex part as well because I don't know, for, for me personally in my relationship, like without sex, like I feel like, it, it cripples it's that us. Connection. Yeah, it's, that it's, connection. Yeah. We long, it's, it's like I other, long for that. Yeah, that connection. Right. I feel most connected yeah. in that way. And I feel like when that goes out the window. You, you you throw in sexual frustration into the mix as yeah. well and I think it's often not spoken about because women are seen as these beautiful flower that shouldn't ask or need sex or be sexual in any way but it's real like for some women it is and for some women have low libido some women have high libido and whatever that may be don't get me wrong I've had 
times where sex just is the last thing on my mind. But yeah. at the same time, when you're going through that, it almost, you know, these thoughts cripple in your head. You can't help yeah, it, but you're 100%. like, if he's not getting any at home, like what if he's looking at other chicks and thinking he wants to yeah. bang them? It's the insecurities start talking yeah, at you 100%. and you're like, you sound insane. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And all of that just really like fucks with you. So it's hard. It is. It would be. I have a question in regards to um, the roommate phase. How would one differentiate between like falling out of love and being in a roommate phase? Like I know, like how would someone going through that sort of work out? Hang on. I am still in love, but we're just going through a roommate phase. Like That's you... a tough question. Yeah, Holy shit. <laughs> oh, it's really difficult because I I think like in the roommate phase, you still long for that time together. Like you yeah. still want to see them. You're still excited to see them. Like when they're at work, you genuinely miss them. But when you're falling out of love, you you no longer miss that time with them, Yeah, you know? And I think, you know, this is given that you have time for yourself. Like I work from home, so I do have that time for myself as in on my own with no kids, no husband. So, you know, when he is at work, I do miss him. And I think when I stop missing him, like that's when I would probably look at that and go, holy shit, like there's something yeah. seriously wrong. And before my Bali trip this year, was it? Yeah, it was this year. Yeah, it was this year. Before the Bali trip, I got to that point where I was like, I'm just annoyed at your presence. Yeah, like, but I think that's, again, like that's like all these little things that will happen that lead to that roommate phase. And yeah. then that's when you can start to stir like so many different thoughts in your head and think, oh, my God, this is this relationship is failing. Yeah. You know, we're not doing so well anymore, but it's yeah. actually not. And it's all those thoughts that creep up in your head because, you know, whatever it is that you might have going on personally or – and I think the biggest thing which we've spoken about as well is like being able to share that with your partner. Like, you know, if they're not having – they're going through a tough time and you're yeah. going through a tough time. Like, oh, we were talking you... about this. We Just were talking about this other day. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, actually, we went for a massage and we are talking about it and I was like, you know, Billy's been feeling really stressed and he's outpouring onto me and I'm like, bro, this is like the blind leading the blind, bro. I'm stressed too. Like, I'm, I, I'm giving you the advice, but like in my head, I've got to follow what I'm saying I was listening well. to you telling me and I'm looking at you like, bitch, you need help. Like, you actually need help. Like, it you need support. Hard. It's yeah. so hard to support your person when you're going through your own shit and I think genuinely that's where the roommate phase starts is like you're both going through it you're both trying to support each other but you're pouring from an empty cup yeah, and so oftentimes right. it really does come down to like make sure that you're pouring into your cup first it's like when you're on a plane and they say put your mask on 100%. and then help your child and yeah. in your head you're like that sounds insane why would I do that but it's like it's how to save your life and this is the same of how to save your relationship pour into you so you can pour into them it's 100%. not it, it doesn't work if you're pouring from an empty cup into not them because while they might be getting better like yeah. it's not fixing them but it's also you. hard because you feel that pressure yeah. you know what i mean as a partner to um, support them and yeah to support them and yeah. you just feel like you know it's that saying where it's like you know the the woman or the mother is like not the head of the family, but like she's the one that holds, she's the glue, the glue that yeah. holds the family together. 100%. And so often like, you know, you feel that because you just think, I don't, like, when do I have the time to fall apart? Like, mm -hmm. can I fall apart? Yeah. Am, I, am I even allowed to fall yeah. apart? Because if, you know, if I you do, do like, the whole house everyone's falls apart. Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're all going down Literally. if I go down. So <laughs> it's true. So it's 100%. like, how do you even, like, and these, this is just one of the things, you know, like it's, it's hard. It's really difficult. Billy said so, the other day he was doing the laundry um, before he went to the gym in the morning and he goes, I looked at all the clothes that were sitting down on the table and I realised I didn't purchase a single one. <laughs> and he goes, I can't believe, like, I just, it was like a slap in the face, like, 
this is how much you do that doesn't that goes unnoticed. Yeah. This is yet another thing that you do that goes unnoticed. And he goes, I just want to say thank you because yeah. these are clothes that the kids have needed because they've grown out of their old clothes and I haven't purchased. I haven't even been with you when you've purchased these. Yeah, like I, know. I didn't even realize that. And I was like, it's so true. Like as a mother, you do take on a lot. Yeah. And I think just being appreciated is oftentimes enough for me anyway. Yeah. It's like thank you for appreciating that. I That's really right. love that you noticed that because even I didn't notice that you'd never purchased yeah. anything. Well, I guess that's like, you know, everyone has their own love language and like going through that whole roommate phase thing, I think one of the keys I think would be like just finding your love language and just doing that again, you know, whether it's buying each other like spontaneous little gifts. Yeah, sending sexy photos. You know, yeah, like leaving notes on like this is going to sound gay, like lunch boxes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I've done that before. Like just yeah. little things like whether 100%. it's taking a short trip you know, having a getaway or even yeah. having that time apart sometimes actually does help. Yeah. Even though it might not seem like a great idea because you might be fearful that, oh my God, like we already, I already feel like we've drifted and there's like a gap between us. And if I, you know, we spend any more time apart, but yeah. sometimes it can actually help you just clear your mind and just take that time to process and really filter all those thoughts coming through your 100%. mind and then sort of come back together and be in a bit of a better place. And whether that's going for a walk, getting a massage, grabbing a coffee, whatever, hanging out with a friend, just sort yeah. of venting. I, mean, I watched what? this video on TikTok and the lady was like, oh, my best advice for the roommate face for people is to get in a hot bath together. And all I was thinking, and she goes, you know, it forces you to get naked. It, it doesn't have to mean that you're going to have sex just being naked. And all I thought was, I cannot <laughs> think of anything fucking worse than when you there's already friction yeah, and you want to put me in a little fucking <laughs> bathtub with, uh, with him while he's like twice <laughs> the size of me in the bath. Like, I'm just going to be frustrated. It's going to turn into a punch-on. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, someone's going to Yeah, because the get, water's not hot yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Because, you know, us women, we're like <laughs> scoldering hot. We're like, we come out with like red skin. Because we're the devils. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's so, I think, honestly the opposite i think like push yourself to try new things in the yeah. bedroom that maybe you don't usually try Just switch things up i think for women especially like i don't know for me i like cannot feel really awkward initiating sex but maybe for a change try to you know put yourself out there put on a sexy outfit make yourself feel good you know what i mean and i think like Give each other massages. I'm the queen of massage. I love getting a massage. But I was gonna say, hang on, do not say you're yeah. the queen of giving massages. <laughs> no, 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 queen of that getting would be massages. a lie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like um, just just putting yourself out there in that sense can be huge. So what, like, I mean, what are some things that couples could do for a date night? Um, Idea. Yeah. Um, we started to do like board games, and I. Uh, found that like we compensated so much more like we'd put phones down turn off tv and we'll just force to just chat while we're playing a game and you know he's he's like on the spectrum for ADHD 100 so like while he was doing something as well as talking like it really helped us connect and genuinely like laughing at their jokes even when you think they're like okay and not like the funniest i swear to god makes the biggest difference and i'm sorry billy like i love you and your <laughs> jokes some of your dad jokes are not as funny but i love extra because i care and i yeah. think like seeing you happy and even repeat the joke because you saw that i laughed and you just want to make me laugh further like ma makes me fall in love with you more yeah, like dating sweet. again in that sense yeah and i think especially in the times that we're in right now it's expensive to go out on a date night it's expensive to go out on a trip or whatever. Like it is 
times are really tough right now. So yeah. I 100% think like there are so many things that you can be doing at home. Even grabbing a coffee though and just going yeah, for a going drive for down a to drive. the bay, you yeah. know what I mean? Just chuck the kids in the car, even yeah. if you have to. Let them fall asleep at bedtime in the car where you go drive down to the beach and literally yeah. grab a coffee, sit on the beach, like on it's the, the bonnet. It's the simple things, isn't the it? Just the things. small, simple things. It really is, things. 100%. Yeah. I think they're huge and even during a work day, like visit them at work if you have some time, if you're not working yourself or you have a day off. Swing by with a cup of coffee. Yeah. To say hello and let them know you love them. Like, it's all the little, I think within the little things builds the bigger things. It's all these little things that. I think it's like, it's almost like going, like thinking back to when you first started dating um, and those little things that you would do for each other, those just small, you know, love language things or gestures that you would do. And I think that's what keeps a spark, like brings a spark back. Like if you think back to the first time you've dated, like you do all these little beautiful, sweet things for each other. And if you can just incorporate one of them or bring them back into your life, I feel like that will just also help shift that roommate phase as well. A hundred percent. And I think with kids as well, like it's really hard. Like you're stressed, Billy and I were talking about this recently where it's like between the work, the housework and the kids, like you're constantly on. Yeah. Like you don't have that time to really snooze and relax. And this weekend recently, like we had this random bout of like three to four hours where our kids were in their rooms playing and we had got into our bedroom and all we did was watch Netflix and have a laugh and chat. And we had like fruit and we're just eating fruit and we're laughing. We're saying like, we haven't had this in such a long time to just chill, like slow down, enjoy yeah. the weekend. And our kids are at that age where they're a bit older to like look after themselves and do their own thing while we're chilling. But it was like such a, it made a huge difference on the outlook of the weekend. Like, yeah. you know, they say week, a weekend of content. What? What's that saying? I don't know. A weekend spent, I don't <laughs> fucking know the quote, <laughs> brings a week of content. I don't fucking know. You get it. Point is, it's like, oh, a weekend well spent brings a week of content. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Hey guys, make sure you subscribe to our Hanging For More podcast and follow us on our socials, Hanging For More, for all the updated information and new podcast releases. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. The point is, is like spending that one-on-one time is so freaking important. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's huge. Um, Do you think that like in this phase, it's a good idea to take a break? There are some people who feel like they're just butting heads so much that maybe it's best that they kind of take a breather and take space from each other. Some people go back to their parents' house for a little bit. Some people go away with their kids somewhere. Like, do you think that's a good idea in a long-term I don't know, relationship? I guess it would depend on the circumstances really surrounding that. I'm just thinking back to situations that I've been in. Um, and I feel like for me personally, if I had taken a break, <laughs> probably wouldn't have come back yeah. in all seriousness. Cause I just feel like, like I said, it, it would depend on the circumstances, to be honest. Yeah. And for me, like when I think back being in that relationship, in that situation, like um, I wouldn't have gone back to my parents. Mm. Um, like where else would I go? So for me, you know, one, I felt trapped. But two, I think if I had definitely taken some time, I probably most likely wouldn't have come back. But again, that's me and my personal relationship like because at that time it was obviously there was a lot of shit going on. Um I would say if anyone is going through that phase, I would say probably just try and talk it out. Like I've always found for me communicating with my partner if I was going through a phase like that was, and if we were button, butting heads, was to write a letter or write a note, yeah, not send a text. Um, sometimes mm. because like you said, when there is a lot of friction between the two people, it's really difficult to get your message across or feel like you're being heard. So I've always felt like writing out a letter, and I'm not talking about like a, a novel just like a short letter just really expressing like how I'm feeling um mm. 
I felt has always worked and just sort of leaving it there and going out for the day or whatever or even just handing it to them and just saying, look, read this when I'm gone um, has made a huge difference in the relationship because mm. oftentimes when you read something, it kind of resonates a lot and it comes from a different place as opposed to getting a text or even saying it verbally because yeah, I, I feel you. like the other person's just thinking, you're just fucking having a go But I think like with the roommate face, sometimes it's not even like a fight or an issue. <laughs> sometimes you well, can't even would put you your do? finger would on you, it. Would you go or would you stay? I, mean, I think would you... it, it genuinely comes down to like where you're at, like is there friction? between you that's really bad like are you resenting them like what's happened to yeah. get you to this phase oftentimes when trust is broken and maybe there's been infidelity or something go wrong and like that's where it's like you're in the make or break stage the roommate phase i feel often is the in-between you're not make or break but you're also not good yeah and it's very very normal for like a relationship is like a marathon it's not a sprint and like there are going to be stages that are going to be harder to get to the finish line than yeah. it is you know when you first started so it's okay to take a breather drink um, some water take some space and like for me when we went to like turkey like that was my space and me and billy were fine at that stage like there was not that we're any different now it sounds like at that stage we're getting divorced next week <laughs> <laughs> um but you know that time alone really helped me come back and it made me value the relationship. So when you talk about space, I think like it could be a really benefit beneficial thing or it could be, could yeah, do well, the polar It's going to go one way or Depends the other. Depends where it's coming from. But I think what you just said before was really important that it is actually normal. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle as well. Cause like when things go wrong in your relationship or in your life, it's like, fuck, that's not normal. Like No, when is... you compare with your friends, you're like, Hey, do you guys go through this? And then, you know, when you just hear cockroaches, like no one's talking, you're like, um, <laughs> because <laughs> everyone loves to pretend like their relationship is is oh no oh my god we sleep with each other like six times a day yeah. um you know we're perfect like we oh my god he's so funny so romantic so this so that so that you know but that's just and that's it's like in general people are never gonna sit there and be like friends. oh my god yes you know what he did the other but day like they're what? always gonna talk it up yeah they're always gonna talk it up 100 percent. and do you know what i think is underrated max intimacy that's not sex intimacy that's like it could be playing with your hair yeah making out it could be playing with your ears while you're watching a movie yeah. it could be holding your hands it could be grabbing your hips while you're walking down the street together or in coals it could be grabbing your neck and like just rubbing it slightly like yeah the smallest That's just as good as sex. yeah yeah literally, literally. <laughs> but no, i know what you mean like yeah. in that phase like it's yeah, little 100%. things and i think we underestimate that kind of intimacy that a man might want or your partner might want in any way. Like we forget that like we love receiving that and so it's so important to give what we, we want in return and so like treat 100%. someone as you want to be treated. And I think the more I showed a lot of that part of me, like the closer we got. Yeah, and, it's and like, that's, that's again, huge. if you think about that, you probably did that when you were first dating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you think about all those beautiful gestures um, and they that go connection, yeah, you kind of, they kind of just dwindle like as the relationship yeah. time goes on. Yeah, it's you like know, don't fucking touch me, bro. It's <laughs> even those cute little things where, you know, you might be walking by and he might have grabbed your bum, you yeah. know what I mean? Or like something yeah, that's looked at you a way. And that's what I mean. Like, but same it, thing with the roommate face. Like it's going back to like when you first started dating and you, we, it's so sad because yeah. we slowly start to lose all yeah, of that. Yeah, I remember being in my in-law's house and my sister-in-law's obviously recently married she's been married now i think for a year or so but especially when she first got married 
they were like, oh my God, you would like the most in love couple, God bless them, but so like all over each other as if they were never going to see each other again. Yeah. And I was just like, Billy, were we that cringe? Yeah. Like, and it's like, yeah, yeah fucking oath, we were a hundred percent. And like, we're still a bit like that sometimes, but it's like, you lose so much of that throughout you the do. relationship. And it's like, I feel like it's often why a lot of people look at somewhere else and i'm not i'm not saying that anyone should cheat or d there's a reason no, for cheating excuse, but, but i think oftentimes people go i need that excitement that rush back and i know you like we've been together forever i know every crevice of your body i'm getting bored and that's why there's that seven year itch have you heard of yeah. like the seven year itch yeah. where people say that like you get to seven years and you start to get bored and you look elsewhere and it's a make or break you're either gonna last forever after seven years or not and i think that's so true i i don't think I ever thought of like, oh, I want to go with someone else or this or never, ever, genuinely, yeah. 100% didn't. But it's like you almost start to go, why aren't well, we like we used to yeah. be at the beginning? Like what yeah. happened? It makes you question everything. Do you think it's to blame for like, do you think the roommate phase leads to infidelity? People um, cheating on each other? I think sometimes it does only because people probably don't understand like that they're in that roommate phase and that it is okay and that they can come out of it, but they probably just don't know the tools or how to approach a situation or how to get themselves out of it. So it's kind of almost easier to go, well, fuck this. I'm just going to do this, this and this mm. because this isn't working for me. Mm. So I would say. And I think a lot of um, people when they cheat a lot of the time, I remember like people saying their excuses, like they always put me down. My feelings weren't valid. They weren't heard this and this and this and it's like there's a common denominator in it all and i think there's no excuse for cheating whatsoever so, what would be let, let me just get back to you on this one so what counts as cheating to you everything no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be blind deaf dumb as shit because <laughs> anything else is, you're a cheater i think you can have emotional cheating and physical oh, cheating 100%. it comes in different forms a hundred percent but i think like the make or break like i would leave you cheating is if you were to kiss someone or sleep with someone i'm sorry either or both for me okay so what like, about what private about to being exposed cheating what about watching porn I don't think that's cheating. So many women have an issue with that, I have realised. I'm actually realized. so happy to hear you say that, to be honest, because I didn't know what you were going to say. Oh, really? Yeah, honestly, I no, actually thought, I didn't like, see an issue when with I it. thought about that question, I was like, she's going to say yes. Nah. Like, really, I nah, did. So I'm nah. so happy to hear that you actually said nah, no. No, no, like, no, I don't think it's cheating. I think whether you like it or not, your partner is probably watching porn. Yeah. I'm sorry to break it to you. But I think, like, how often Everyone's and thing makes a big um... difference. And that's the thing. They're hiding it so well. You just never know. But I have a laugh. Sometimes I'll come home and I'll be like, you just, yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to turn right the fuck back around. Like, yeah, I don't want to fucking know. But I remember once even asking, like, what porn do you watch? Yeah. I just want to know. I'm yeah. not a porn I, I person. Don't, I don't I think hate it's porn. cheating either. So I, I totally agree with you on that. I think it's just normal and healthy and who cares, mate? Sometimes mate, think, I'd be look, like, you know what? I don't want to. Here, jump on. Let, let me let me <laughs> let search me for you. What would you? Yeah, <laughs> let me warm let me, up the room. What do you? What would you like, sweetheart? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Take the iPad. You got no. a bigger screen. I'm out. <laughs> no, no. I genuinely, all seriousness, like I genuinely think it's only a problem when it becomes a problem. Like yeah, that's I agree. on you. Each individual person, each to each, each their, to their own. own. Like. If yeah. it's an issue for you in your relationship, all due respect, like you do what works for so you. So what about having a wet dream? About someone else? having a wet dream of someone else. Yeah, how would they admit it though? Well, do you really think they're going to turn around, bro, I just dreamt of fucking so-and-so from well, they, 2018? They might, they might. No, like they might have just, I don't know. Oh, like some people do like yeah. just say so. Oh, that would 
I d- that I would think frazzle that's, me. That's cheating. I'd just be like, well, you're no, a No, I don't think that's like, cheating, but I think it would really yeah. make me question where their minds are. Really? Yeah. No, have you like, ever had a, a dream? Have you ever been with a partner and dreamt or like maybe even mentioned someone's name instead of theirs? No. Huh? No. What, in my dream? Like yeah. sleep talked? No. I would have been knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, I have. No, no, I have. I have. Well, I remember. <laughs> have you ever when called? I was really no, young. I have. Have I ever actually called someone else by their other name? <laughs> no, I don't think I have. No, no. I have. Somebody else. Sorry. Don't I once kissed someone and I called them someone else's name before when I was younger. I've oh, done it by text. And I did it twice. Sorry. I remember that. <laughs> I've done Wait, it by text. Them, I was responding. Tell them the story. I was responding back to someone's message and I don't know. I think their name was Sam and I don't know how, but. Autocorrect, I swear to God, it wasn't me. I'm not that stupid. No, well, and it came back as Adam, you know, and it, it messaged back something, something Adam, and, and he responds back to me. He's like, hey, you know, responding back to my text. And he's like, not sure who Adam is. <laughs> but you I'm know Sam, what? remember? That's but... the biggest green flag, the fact that he didn't get cut about it. Yeah, and no. do, you know what my, do you know what? I could never, ever, ever, not that I ever and, would. And as I'm I reading, I'm never... like, who the fuck's Adam and who's Sam? What's going on here? I could never, ever have a, an affair, not that I ever would. Sam. Because I I'd swear to God, in two seconds. easily, yeah. I'm the worst liar. Yeah. I overcompensate with details. Like I'll tell you every detail yeah. about everything, and you can tell I'm lying. Yeah. And I sleep talk. I do. I tell all my lies <laughs> out in my sleep. If I'm stressed, which an affair would definitely stress me out, I would be writing my own self out. Literally, I'd be. You gone. do sleep talk. I just remembered in Turkey when, uh, <laughs> when you started screaming out in the middle of the night. <laughs> Get the, the like, dogs, the, the dogs. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> Wait, Max, you had an article I remember you telling me about. So Max found an article and it says, if your partner says these nine things to you, you're not going to last. Now, for me, I'm like, what? How could anyone know all of this information so based on these questions? So bo- I haven't heard of these. Okay, yeah. So if your boyfriend says these nine things, then you're not going to last. Go. Everyone's listening. <laughs> um, okay, bear with me, guys, because this is a bit of a long article. So, one, I don't believe in the whole marriage thing. Really? But some people are just not into marriage. You yeah, reckon? and then some people will use it as an excuse, though, as like, oh, I'm just, I don't believe in marriage because it's easier for them they to say that like, than to be like, I don't want to fucking marry you because I can't see myself spending the rest of my life with you. So I feel like that so is like also I be a, in the a dating diversion. world right now. Hey? Like I could never be in the dating world right now. Like how yeah, the no, fuck it's... do you know who's serious, who's not? Next. Um, two, um, insert name of an ex. So such and such always used to do this. <gasps> do you know what? So that, that's oh, like that's so accurate. Like, yeah, yeah, bad. That would play on me hardcore. She always, well, go fucking back to her, bro. <laughs> yes, See that you would later. Be Off you go. Who's stopping you? <laughs> go. See ya. I'll drive you to her house now. <laughs> Get in the car. Let me give her a call. Um, why are you wearing that? I feel like that would just send you bonkers. Yeah, that would trigger me. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Who made you Who made you my dad? What about this one? I think you should just focus on doing the household chores. <laughs> okay, hold that thought. Can you hold that thought? Yeah. Because you said that. Yeah. And it made it. me... Ooh, Actually, the next I'll ones, say it, the next say one's it, a good one. After you finish. I'll read the confession I found after you finish. The next one's a good one. Are you on your period? <gasps> <laughs> I've had that so many times. Do you know if my partner even like, mentions no, crazy, my 20 menstrual 20 cycle? Yeah. Like I will rate, it's... I'll show you what a menstrual cycle does. <laughs> I'll show you evil. 
Go on. Um, wow, you're acting crazy right now. <sighs> They're already triggering me. Like I'm, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I'm ready. This one I've never heard. Um, can we have an open relationship? Imagine Billy came home to no, you and but said, so can many, we have an open relationship? I know a girl who a guy said that to her. She's been in a committed relationship and he cheated on her and then had said to her afterwards, after he got found out, he's like, do you know what? I just feel like we should be in an open relationship. She's like, in whose fucking world? Like, are you, are you dumb? It's just it's it's so common. It's honestly so common. Um, if you do this, then we should break up. Oh, anyone who throws the breakup card like that, yuck. Um, you always have to support me. That would just... It's like, no, I don't. If yeah. you're wrong, you're wrong. Um, and that is it. That was that's it? That All was right, it. listen to this. That, that's, that's wild. Listen to this confession that a guy, a guy sent in. Okay? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Am I the asshole for calling my girlfriend lazy? I, 21 male, have been living with my girlfriend, 22 female, for about a year now. She doesn't work due due to some medical issues she has, so he put up quotation marks in medical issues. And then he wrote, she's only a type 1 diabetic, so she's not working because she's diabetic. (laughs) I have a pretty decent job, so I can take care of both of us. I pay for her nails, shopping, and whatever she wants. All that I expect is that for her to keep the house clean, make me my meals and watch the cats. For like a month now, I've been coming home to piles of dishes, laundry not being done and a litter box is full. Whenever I ask her why things aren't being done, she has said that she's had a flare up or is too tired. But will spend the day shopping with her friends or eating with her mum. There's also days where through, where throughout my 12-hour shift she'll stay in bed asleep ordering DoorDash so she's usually so usually I'm the one doing the cleaning at the end of the day I finally had enough I came home after working an extra shift and all I wanted to do was to get home and relax with my girl but no she was getting ready to go drinking with her friends the house smelled horrible between dirty dishes and cat poo the counter full of takeout bags and the sofa full of both dirty and clean clothes so I snapped why couldn't she just keep the house clean? That's all I ever asked for. I told her if she doesn't, if she couldn't even do that, that I think we should break up. I think we should break up. She started crying, saying it's because she's sick and she can't do it. Then she grabbed her things and left. I kind of felt bad for yelling at her, but I'm just so over it. She's been at her mum's for a few days and both her mum and sisters are texting me, telling me that I'm so insensitive and that I need to apologise to her. So am I. I'll let you do the deeds and you can go first. What think, do you think? I think she's a bit of a slob, number one. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to judge, bro. She was going out drinking with her friends but was like, I was yeah. too tired. I had a flare-up, couldn't yeah. clean. But I think, like, she ain't for you, man. Some people, like, you know the most when you live with them. Yeah. And I think, like, being with a partner who isn't ambitious and maybe, like, blames, you know, her illnesses for everything. Look, maybe she is sick. Who knows? Maybe she's really debilitated. But you got into the relationship knowing that and they've been living together for a year now. Like, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Yeah, maybe you're just not meant to be. Like, you're not compatible. Some people, like, I know they say opposites attract and everything, but fuck me. Yeah, well, I kind of feel the same. Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard like, to say, obviously, because it's a confession when they're writing in. It's like, we don't know the full story. There yeah, could yeah, be other yeah. Things. She could be genuinely depressed because of her illness. And yeah. It could be really debilitating. But um, at the same time, I mean, I don't know, if you really want to be with someone and make it work, for me, I'd just be like, you know what, like, if it's that much of a problem, I would just get someone to come in 
and just do housework once a week or something just to help relieve that tension. I don't no, know. No, I think they're just stomach to be. Just... I could be on my fucking deathbed and you'll see me trying to clean around me. Like, yeah, I'm just, I, I can't rest. And yeah, she's I got know. enough energy to go out shopping, get her nails done, obviously. Yeah, You've fair. got enough energy fair. to fucking, yeah. you know, whatever. But anyway, that's all we have time for today. Thanks, Thanks for guys. joining us. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure to leave us a review. Bye. And please message us in if there's anything on this podcast that you found particularly funny or have a comment about because we'd love to hear your feedback on whether you agree or disagree with us. But yeah, take care. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. 